Hello and welcome back to the Como Factor podcast. So far, we've covered a lot of ground in this Enneagram mini-series. Today, we are talking about triads, which we briefly touched on in our introductory episode. Now, as we've talked before, each Enneagram type seeks to validate themselves in different ways. Triads split the Enneagram types into three sections, each based on their underlying emotions and go-to decision-making styles, specifically in times of stress. Now, real quick aside, if you haven't listened to the previous episodes in this mini-series, we highly recommend that you do so before you continue on with this episode. Of course, all Enneagram types can relate to all three triads. And part of the theory behind the Enneagram is that all nine types dwell within us. However, one is our natural go-to or core personality type. And which Enneagram triad you belong to can tell you a lot about how you filter your everyday experiences. Understanding what these triads mean gives you a deeper insight into each Enneagram type and how they interconnect. You know, that's something we've talked about before on this podcast is how the Enneagram is different from other personality type tests and tools is that each Enneagram number interacts and interconnects with all the others. So each of the nine types is placed into one of three Enneagram triads or centers of intelligence which are the instinctive center, the feeling center, and the thinking center. These are different ways human beings perceive their experiences and their dominant emotions, such as shame, fear, and anger. Today, we're going to start with the gut triad, also known as the instinctive center, which includes types 8, 9, and 1. These types are driven by the need for independence. For these types, responses tend to be extremely visceral. When we talk about a gut feeling, these are feelings that are not usually based on logic, data, or facts. You just kind of have that feeling, a hunch, if you will. This means that eights, nines, and ones tend to experience a stronger gut feeling or intuition than others. And they react almost immediately to their surroundings without ever really pausing to think about whether their impulses are meaningful or how their reactions might affect others. These types want to live with autonomy and self-determination in a clear-cut world of good and bad, right and wrong. If they feel bad, they may often blame themselves. When stressed, they will sometimes act with resentment or impatience at their own powerlessness. And what these Enneagram triad members have in common is that they trust their guts to satisfy their main desires. However, they do so very differently. As they lose control, the three members of this Enneagram triad have to deal with anger, either by letting it out or repressing it. It's their gut they trust to determine whether the surroundings are safe or even fair. And any lack of balance can make these types very uncomfortable. And that is when their defense mechanisms kick in. The gut triad types have to deal with their dominant motion, anger. Type 9 seems to avoid or move away from their instinctual anger. Type 8 
overexpresses their instincts through externalizing their anger. And type one underexpresses what their instincts say to them by internalizing their anger. When gut types start to get angry or impatient for no obvious reason, it's a sure sign that they're maybe in an unhealthy place or a little out of balance. The gut has much to say when it feels under threat, but it needs support from the head and heart centers to even things out. This is where the help and support of different enneotypes comes into play. Again, having a gut instinct is not necessarily or inherently a bad thing, but for gut types, it's important to seek the perspectives of heart and head types as they have different ways of making decisions and managing emotions. If you're an 8, a 9, or a 1, take a deep breath and pause before you react. If you need to briefly step away from a situation before you say or do anything, that's totally normal and fine. Talking to someone that you trust can calm you down and help you see other sides of a situation. So briefly tell that person in your life maybe what you're struggling with, and also remember to let them share their honest thoughts too, and not try and take control of the conversation at hand. So now that we've talked about the Enneagram triads, it's, uh, it's our time to close out. And in conclusion, understanding these triads helps us expose patterns of emotion and decision making, which can result in greater self-awareness and ultimately as the focus of this mini-series, workplace collaboration. Remember that each type can relate to all the three triads, right? Uh, you might be a four in the heart triad and you're listening to the gut triad and you're like, you know what, I, that feels like me too. That's normal. That makes sense. Because part of the theory behind the Enneagram is that all nine types dwell within us. However, one type is our natural go-to, and that is where our preference is born and our core motivators. So again, Enneagram types 8, 9, and 1s, they belong to the gut triad. So if you have figured out that you are an 8, a 9, or a 1, you know that you are part of the gut triad. It would make sense for you to find some friends and coworkers or you know other uh, mentors in the heart and the head triad to balance your life. And obviously, go find some more information about the gut triad online. Now, Enneagram types two, three, and fours, that's us here belonging to the heart triad. It makes sense for us to, yeah, of course, learn more about the heart triad, but also tap in to the gut triad and the head triad and try and find some people in those numbers, those types that can help us and benefit us uh, through conversation and perspectives. And then finally, Enneagram types five, six, and sevens, they belong to the head triad. And again, same advice as before, go find some more information about the head triad and also make some connections with people in the gut and the heart triad. If you need, if you're out there listening and you need some people in the heart triad, well, there's three of us here. You could shoot us a message. You can follow us on socials and reach out to us, you know. Now, we really appreciate you joining us for this mini series. Now that you know your Enneagram type and triad, please consider furthering your knowledge by doing your own research 
And for more information, you can always check out the Enneagram Institute online. You know, when we're talking about Enneagram, it's all about people. And if we want people-centric transformation, we need to understand people. Jacob, thank you so much for hosting this amazing mini-series. In the end, it's about people. And Como is about people-centric transformation solutions. And you know the operative word there? It's not transformation. It's people. If you really want to transform, you have to start with people. That is why we're focusing on this mini series and we hope that our listeners enjoy and get value from it. And please do share with others. That's all for today. Thank you for joining us. And remember, you have the Como Factor.